I've been praying for the non-believers. All my neighbors thinking I will leave her. Awful eager to fall for all deceivers. They don't care what the creator prefers. They don't believe in walking up to Peter. They don't believe in God, Jesus either. Go from breeders and the instant reapers. Listen to the tweeters, the twisted leaders, misdemeanors. Then you go for felonies. Longer I pin, the more it looks like hell to me. Nobody Hello and welcome to Be Vigilant. I'm your host, Matt Dean. Today with me is State Representative Rob Chase. Today's episode is brought to you by us here at Be Vigilant. Once again, we thank you guys so much for tuning in Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. on ACN. Rob, how's it going today? Oh, pretty good. Good to be on your show, too, Matt. This is the first uh, yeah. thing for me. Hopefully we have some more. Exactly. I uh, Becky brought that up to my attention last week. Hey, you haven't had Rob on yet. You know, we've had Bob, we've had Natalie, MJ, you know. We've had MJ on a couple times upset that she didn't get through but i got big i got big hopes for mj she's not going to well, go I away do. i think it's you know you're to get elected i mean a lot of times you have to build a political resume and you kind of have to get, build up name recognition too so i think mm -hmm. she's she's done that and uh, hopefully she'll have a role in the party the next couple of years and then after that uh, who knows i mean in my own life i never dreamt i'd be county treasurer and mm -hmm. suddenly boom it opened up for me and then the same thing with state representative you know suddenly it opened up for me and uh so it kind of changed my life, you know. I was kind of like the Spokane story. I had a lot of different places I worked at, you know, mm -hmm. uh, especially manufacturing. Well, you know, uh, one period of time they need something, and then suddenly they don't need it anymore, and you get laid off. And, yep. uh, then you're tighten your belt and go on, look for the next thing. Mm -hmm. So we appreciate everything you've done as our state representative for District 4 over here. Uh, first time you've been over to Olympia, correct? Well, actually, I went to Olympia uh in about 1960, and um, I actually, my father was in mining, but he was had to go to Olympia at that time uh, to look up mining claims, and um, so he took me to Olympia, took me to the um, oh, the Capitol building too, and uh, I'd broken my arm uh, as a little kid. I fell out of a tree, so I had a cast on, and uh, uh, he went to Governor Rosalini's office, and he was there, and Governor Rosalini, uh, signed my cast <laughs> i wish i had kept it you know, yeah he was a, the governor back then so he's kind of a famous guy but i think he died recently he was like mm. 102 okay good for him yeah that's a that's a long and illustrious life as our state rep what did you see when you went over to the capitol this year uh, you know your opponent has said that you didn't get anything done but you went over there and this is why I felt bad for you. I know you love the parliamentary process. You tell us that we need to know Robert's rules of order, like we call it kung fu. It's kind yeah. of like <laughs> and knowing knowing karate. Karate, there you go. So what what was some of the bills you worked on or your experience yeah. being our rep over there? My first session was last year, and I didn't even get to leave my office in yeah. Spokane Valley, so everything was on Zoom. And then uh, this this uh, spring was. Uh, it was a 60-day session, you know, to kind of tie everything up from the previous session. But I actually did get to go over, but I uh, wasn't allowed out of my office since I mm. refused to take the, the vaccine. Oh, no. And uh, But I'd had COVID in the meantime, so I, you know, I said, well, I, I've got natural immunity now, which is multiples better than um, having the vaccination. What, or what it, you know, people still got <laughs> uh, COVID anyway, even mm -hmm. though they got multiple vaccinations. And um so, but no, they didn't see it that way. So still, I was able to um, uh, go over and, uh, you know, when they weren't in session, see some of the uh, the Democrats and the Republicans. And I really enjoyed being over there. So hopefully I'll be reelected again, and then I can go over and actually do it real <laughs> uh, for the first time. Yeah. But even so, I did, um, you know, my opponent is 
having putting out commercials saying he did more in 60 days back in 2014 than I did in two years, which is, I mean, totally illogical because he had one bill that was written for him by Office of Financial Management. All he had to do is drop it in the hopper. I'm not aware of anything else he did. And yet, you know, using the same period of time, I probably every 60 days uh, introduced five bills, hmm. most of which I had written myself. And uh, I also co-sponsored 130 bills. So it's just um, bizarre that he would be uh, using that kind of logic to as, you know, uh, which which is actually good for me. If that's the best he can come up with, then I probably have done a pretty good job. Yeah. I think everybody's favorite bill that you are, project you worked on is a, as you were treasurer for Spokane County, the split up your property taxes, right? Me personally, if you could have got rid of property tax, then you'd be my ultimate hero. But we understand there's a... Uh, more to it than that but we thank you again i mean that really property taxes put a pinch on people and i think you really looked out for the everyday guy right well you know if you've heard of the state of texas mm -hmm. washington state is a state of taxes and uh you know we've got you know dno tax is another one doesn't mm -hmm. matter if you make a profit or not you're going to have to pay that as a business and then uh, of course the um, they try to get an income tax you know going but fortunately a judge in uh Douglas County saw that it actually was, they called it capital gains tax, but it actually was an income tax. And mm -hmm. then, of course, we got our revenue taxes, uh, Department of Revenue Sales Tax, and we got the property tax. So you, people are getting hit from every site. And one of the problems with that, too, is maybe you're okay if, if, you're, um, if your cost of living, your wages go up the cost of living like they do in maybe King County, but not over here. Mm -hmm. We're getting behind, and I think all these taxes, you know, the power to tax is the power to destroy all these taxes are just um, uh, killing the middle class, especially. Mm -hmm. The 1% is um, that they seem to do okay. And then a lot of people, you know, in fact, these people um, that are, you know, oh, they're transients and everything, but they have more access to, um, to uh, entertainment, to nutrition, to hospital care. Uh, than King Solomon ever did, hmm. you know. So you kind of have to. It's all sort of sort of relative, you know. Yeah. In fact, we went through Camp Hope. Um, um, well, I belonged to World Prayer Team, and uh, we went through there. Oh gosh, about two weeks ago, and uh, kind of observing everything, praying with anybody who wanted to pray for us. But some of them have been missionaries, and they said actually this is better than some of the places they've been in, uh, in especially like in Central America, mm -hmm. Sub-Saharan Africa. Yeah. They're going to give them IDs now, too, I guess. I don't know how that helps somebody that doesn't have a home or an address. but Yeah, but I think it eventually will, It will. Uh, I mean, it shouldn't, like, suddenly at once, you shouldn't just wipe it off the face of the earth. Cause oh, yeah. Those are human beings. And exactly. A lot of them, you know, it's a combination of um, uh, mental health problems and drugs. And then just a lot of people aren't even from here that, you know, mm -hmm. let's, let's uh, <coughs> jump into this thing and, you know. And some people, that's sort of almost like a way of life, you know. Used to, when we were younger, there used to be people that were hobos. You know? mm -hmm. It really wasn't necessarily drug-related. They were just rolling stones, you know. <laughs> it's like riding moving rails, around and yeah. riding the rails and everything. I always I, thought that would be kind of a fun life, you know. We'll blame that on the, on the road. That was my favorite books growing up is On the Road. Oh, Jack Kerouac. Yep. And, you know, and all of his books after that kind of revolved around that hobo lifestyle, running the rails or getting jobs here and there. Yeah. And Roger Miller. That, uh, yeah. That uh, singer too he used to he used to sing uh, you know I forget where all the songs were but they had to do with you know being a hobo trailer mm -hmm. for sale or rent mm -hmm. oh <laughs> yeah yeah sense, you know? yeah yeah King of the Road that was the name King, of the yep there you go so yeah 
got the Camp Hope in there. I know you're big on the voter integrity, right? Right. And that's really been slammed in the media as some, you conspiracy know, right wing conspiracy. And I don't think that voter integrity should be labeled as a right or a left wing. Correct. Well, I, I think if you um, you just start from the premise, how on earth did Joe Biden get 81 million votes, uh, <laughs> never leaving his basement? Yeah. And, um, you know, no, but and when he did, I mean, there's it'd be like a gymnasium that you know, you know the camera would try to make it try to look like a crowd, but there wasn't hardly anybody there. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were paid actors or something. But Trump, you know, he had tens of thousands of people at it. Still so does. It, it just yeah, he still does. So it just doesn't um, didn't make sense. Okay, so how does that filter down to the local level? Yeah. Well, then I was impressed with the pillow conference they had in South Dakota, so I brought some of those people here mm-hmm. uh, to uh, uh, the Ray Ray. Greyhound racetrack and uh, state line, and uh, uh, Captain Seth Ketchell. I mean, he he's a mathematician for the Department of the Army, and um, you know he made it clear going from 2004 up to the present, you can actually um, find a trend in voting. And he said there's at least 300,000 phantom votes in Washington State, and in fact there's 46,000 in Montana, and there's only three counties in Montana that actually hit about what they thought they were going to, and those three did not have the Internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I do think there's, you know, and of course it's proven, there is Bluetooth technology that anybody, um, I mean, there isn't a computer that can't be hacked. So I think we really need to get back to the basics again, just have everything paper. Yeah. And if, if you are a county auditor, Spokane County Auditor, mm-hmm. and you are offended by people wanting voter integrity, that should be your job. Yeah. Democrat, Republican, or whatever, you should want a true vote, correct? Exactly. And, if you, and of course, she's saying, um, you know, most secure election ever. Well, then let us get egg on our face. You know, show us wrong. You know, we should. And, you know, um, Bob McCasin, my seatmate who's running for auditor, he would welcome an independent audit. Mm-hmm. Would. And I don't think this would be true, of course, of, of uh, Vicki Dalton. And, you know, I read a book called uh, Black Box Voting, and uh it was written in 2003 by Bev Harris, who mm-hmm. was a Democrat, and she's upset over that, that Al Gore lost to George Bush. But she found out both parties uh, were complicit in this. And, you know, a black box, if, if um, you can see what goes into it, you can see what comes out of it, but you don't know what's going on inside. And the source code isn't available because mm-hmm. they claim these companies that uh, build these things complain, say it's a proprietary knowledge. But it's we the people, you know, it's our votes. Yeah. We should do that. So, you know, uh, Vicky, I'm sure, felt it was secure. And I said the other night in our debate, um, oh, the uh, Bing, that uh, she could believe it's secure, but um, uh, she has no way of knowing what's going on inside those machines. There could mm-hmm. be back doors in it, you know, and um, vote flipping. And, it hap- and it's been proven that's happened in, in other states, too. And she thought the uh, risk pool management uh, uh, thing was was secure too until they found a 1.4 million embezzled out of it. Mm-hmm. So whoops, you always have to uh, keep checking and uh, have um, everything open inquiry. Mm-hmm. There really needs to be a quality assurance. I think that's what a lot of people are missing. Is when you have these organizations with an elected official, they need to make sure that everything is 100% secure. And I don't I don't think that these people that say oh it's most secure let's just move on. I don't think they understand that or their opposition that have been told to say this. And I'm not trying to go into the that narrative right now, but we've done shows on that before. Well, you know, I'll go back to 2000 when um, Bev Harris wrote that book. 
And you didn't hear too many Republicans complaining about security after George Bush. Well, now there's shoes on the other foot, so you don't hear too many yep. Democrats demanding to get to the bottom of this thing because it, it you know, kind of worked out in their favor. But I think for everybody, people have to know that their vote is being secure. So we, I think um, we have to get rid of the ballot harvesting, which is legal in Washington State. Hmm. And uh, we also have to um, – uh, make sure people have a, a voter ID because anybody could get their driver's license. Yeah, they're didn't. automatically signed up. You know, they could already be registered in another state, uh, and they may not even, um, um, you know, even understand the ballots. You know, when they come out, you know, they, they may, you know, actually not even be a resident. They're automatic. They can get a driver's license, but they may still not be a resident. Should be voting in the state. So we got to get rid of things like that because it's just it's just. Uh, allows for all kinds of fraudulent. We need to, uh, if we don't get these things settled, you know, we're going to um, lose our republic mm -hmm. and maybe even have a um, huge, um, uh, I hate to say civil war. I just guess I just said it, but people are starting to get upset. It's like kind of out of their hands. Mm -hmm. I, li I like the term national divorce. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've heard that where, you know, why not? If we can't all get along, why not, you know, separate into different Balkanization, right? They they talk about that. You know, they were hostile, but they got along. Yeah. And so, I'm not saying that I'm ready for that, but I'm not saying that that's a bad idea. Well, either. the alternative to that is the Liberty State, like we had talked about, that Eastern Washington uh, can constitutionally separate from Western Washington. Mm -hmm. I'm I all think for that. That would be a, a you know a good deal because you know no taxation without representation. Well, three counties decide our governor, our two U.S. senators. Mm -hmm. and the presidential race and uh so i think it's time uh eastern washington um at least looked at looked at it. and what my goal is to um uh bring it to a vote either we want it or we don't want it but let's bring it to a vote so we need to have our county commissioners put it on um as a uh advisory vote you know in mm -hmm. each of the counties and then we'll see yeah hey al french if you're listening you're i know you're on the ropes right now so maybe you get in with the Liberty State Movement, the Eastern Washington, and we bring it to a vote here in Spokane County, which would be the biggest county in Eastern Washington. So I'd like to see that. You know, that's for one of the first times I ever heard you speak was at a Liberty State meeting, and I thought, man, this is a guy I could really get behind. And and listening to all you guys talk from the Liberty State Movement, it didn't seem like a Republican or a Democrat issue. It's if you want your tax dollars to go back to where you live and represent you better, correct? Right. So and I think I think a lower tax, lower regulation state, we would attract a lot of business, mm -hmm. uh, which would increase our revenues. And one of the people, a lot of the people are against it because we get more out of Western Washington than they get out of Eastern Washington. So hey, let us go. But I th I think we'd be at worst. I mean, like Idaho, which seems to get along fine, you know. It does. And we'd, but we'd have our own governor, our own um, two U.S. senators, our own uh, legislature, and our own uh, brand new state constitution. Yeah, that would be great, I think. And I think, you know, I would hope it'd be more libertarian-minded like you and I are. But whatever it is, I think it, we can, we've can. we grown, outgrown paying over to Seattle. And if we they think we're a welfare state, let us go, like well, you said. Well, the budget has doubled in 10 years, you know. And yeah. We didn't want that. <laughs> exactly. Really. So I think there could be 100 stars. I mean, we, we have to stay in the United States. Mm -hmm. but, you know, there could be 100 stars. And then if something wasn't constitutional, we could nullify it. Yeah, it'd be a whole lot easier to... Get that local action, right? Right. I like hearing that term, local action, so I've been using that one. So with the voter integrity also, your opponent 
is against the Let's Go Washington initiatives, correct? And we've had Matt Hawkins on here. Our listeners got to hear him. What do you think about these initiatives? And well, I think they're great. You know, there's uh, – say I, I, I got a bill passed like this. Well, the governor would just veto it. Mm-hmm. But the governor can't veto these. And I think especially like the first one, uh, Restore Police Pursuit, there's a lot of Democrats who would probably be hip to that too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, have stores and businesses and have been shoplifted and, and, uh, or worse. And uh, so my opponent is against that. And uh, Glenn Morgan, who's one of the – the guys with Brian Haywood pushing this, you know, this uh, these initiatives. He said he, uh, Leonard is the first Republican he's met all across the state that's been against it. Hmm. <laughs> so I, I think Leonard's continuing. Well, it's sort of a waste of time, thinking that you know we're we're going to have another fifty-seven to forty-one Democrat majority, but you don't you don't know that yet. You know, it might be yeah. a lot closer, and it might be a, a whole different um, set of people that are reelected this time. I think they're probably going to campaigning. Um, probably to uh, restore uh, police pursuit, a lot of them, even in, in the Democrat places, too, because a lot of people are getting upset. So we don't know what the makeup of the next legislator is going to be, but we should be out getting signatures. In fact, I'm, I'm going to be at the um, Black Diamond, which is um, uh, a tavern, but also a restaurant, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, One of our favorite places. Yeah. Well, the yeah, we always are, go there. Yep. It's good, but I'm going to be there, I think, from 3 o'clock to 8 o'clock. That's my time on Fridays, and I'll be there to uh, collect signatures. Right on. So Black Diamond out in Spokane Valley on Sprague, 3 to... 3 to 8. 3 to 8. Oh, you're going to... I think I'm bring my stuff. You're going to have to loosen the belt <laughs> The belt if you're eating there every week. So every Friday, 3 to 8, go to see Rob, talk to him about what he what he plans to bring to the legislator this year, and sign these initiatives. They're Well, they're talking about taxes. You know, there's automatic... People are complaining about their property taxes have gone up so much. There's mm-hmm. automatically $250,000 exemption for every residence, you know, yeah. in uh, the state. That would be great. And, of course, our gas taxes are going to be going up here. I mean, it, it's coming next year, and but this is one that would um, cut it by almost 25 cents, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty close to Idaho until our, we, our raises uh, t- kick in again. And also, for good and uh, make, even though the judge in Douglas County ruled against the capital gains tax, you know, just just make sure and uh, get rid of that one too, and taking one percent off the sales tax. You know, I think the Democrats would like that because they complain the sales tax is uh, regressive, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I think you could, that's debatable. But um, you know, the sales tax actually, you know, you would think there's a correlation between the amount of money you have and your spending. So I think rich people do pay more <laughs> in sales tax than poor people too. But um, you know, they're, they're, uh, they get nicer the, the things. The tax that they don't really talk about <clears throat> gotten all this federal money. We ended up with $15 billion more dollars, which, of course, they found homes for um, in our <laughs> session. Shocking. Yeah. Uh, that they, but that's not always going to happen. You know, we just went over $31 trillion in, in the debt. And that's not sustainable. So no. that little piece of discretionary piece of the pie is soon to disappear, be eclipsed. And, um, you know, then I think then you're starting to look at, either some kind of reset or probably more likely they'll just inflate it away. So pretty soon we can take our Social Security and buy a Big Mac or something with it, but oh. it's not going to go a whole lot further. <laughs> yeah, the people that are planning to live on Social Security, are, you know, they're going to be below the poverty line real quick. These people, hardworking people that... Yeah, and that's what hurts. That's what's really regressive. What hurts people more is the inflation tax. Mm-hmm. You can't even see it. So the inflation tax doesn't care... Um, how old you are, or what color you are, or anything—it it, 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 it's everybody, especially the poor. Yeah. 
So moving from there, the initiatives to your other hot button topic is COVID. Me personally, I think there's something else that's going to come down the pike, and they're going to try to lock us down again. But maybe I'm just a wackadoo. Well, Gensley but... said, "Okay, October 31st is mm-hmm. supposed to be over in Washington State," but he's already said he wants to keep the mandates for state workers, so it's, it's not completely over. You know, if he gets his way, and they could all say, "Oh well, who could have known this other thing was going to come along, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it this time?" And we all have to mask up again because it's a it's a control thing. You know, it wasn't like a, this the the vaccinations didn't even work, you know, and there's probably uh, a lot of people should not have gotten, but the ones that did, you know, it did um, uh, hurt their immune systems, a lot of them. And what was really, I think, terrible was um, giving it to little kids who had no chance of being um, uh, hurt by COVID. Yeah. And, but yet the vaccinations, there are some damages from those. There's a, I just checked yesterday, there's a, a guy that puts out uh, the VAERS website. Oh, yeah. It's ho- It's hard for the layman to read. But this guy puts it through a sequel report, and if you watch the 2020 elections, you've heard sequel report. It, it's a great program that can divvy everything up. <clears throat> We're at 31,436 deaths as of last weekend. Mm-hmm. And accounted. supposedly that's just a fraction. of. They say 9%. Yeah. So to me, yeah, how many little kids are going to be messed up? And I don't, I'm anti-vax from before <laughs> COVID, so— to see this well, be pushed. I am too, and I didn't know about this till probably about fifteen or twenty years ago. You'd start talking to uh, mothers, "Hey, my child is just fine until he got the vaccination." And you know, when I was a little kid. We had like three vaccinations. Yeah. Now they have seventy-two. Is like the whole series. By the time they're they seventh grade, and like the Clean Water Act, you're only allowed two parts per uh, billion of uh, mercury mm-hmm. in that and it, they're shooting 20,000 parts per billion into yeah. a 10 pound baby mm-hmm. so no wonder their autism has gone from like almost unheard of to uh you know one in 30 in fact even they're saying one in 25 is it's crazy corner. Yeah. yep and then switch from there let's talk about your campaign and what you're running on this time this would be your second you're running you're the incumbent this time and uh-huh. so what's different about this well, time it's, or it's my um Truth matters. That's mm-hmm. on all of my signs. I mean, we've got to get back to the truth because uh, even our, our newspapers, the media, you know, they say. Oh, that, the that, Seattle Times loves you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, Wilson Criscione, he was with the Inlander. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Uh, he um, he called me, hey, Rob, you know, I, you know, he did before that. It was a hit piece. So I said, okay. He, uh, it was a hit piece about Matt Shea, who is a friend of mine, and um, – so I said, okay, Wilson, is it going to be about me or Matt Shea? Oh, no, it'll be about you this time. Well, headlines, it's all about Matt Shea. You know, it yeah. yeah. was about Matt Shea. So, but what they never report is on January 21st of 2021, Matt Shea was cleared of all his charges against mm-hmm. him. You know, they were all dropped because they couldn't find anything illegal that he had done. Yep. So, I mean, they'll report all this other stuff and, uh, you know, call Morris Dees of the Southern Poverty Law Center and uh, when he's not chasing female staff around his office. <laughs> And all that, but um, those are the experts, and uh, they always—they're always trying to compare us to, um, you know, Ku Klux Klansmen, or but which I, are all Democrats. Sorry. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> kind of like um, even uh, fascism. You know, that was totalitarianism, more government control. So mm-hmm. if anything, we're we're the opposite of that. You know, people that that want liberty and individual rights and our right to uh, worship. But you know, even with COVID, our right to worship was taken away. We yes, sir. To, we could go to. Uh, Target or Home Depot, but we couldn't go to church. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen again, under my watch, anyways. Yeah, yeah. And if you're listening out there, we're talking with Rob Chase, running for state rep 
District 4 here, the, the smear pieces and the hit pieces, they've called him a white supremacist. They've called him a fascist. Ignore all of those. I've known Rob for a couple of years now. You're not going to meet a more gentle, more kind man that really just has the interest of the people. How many doors did you knock on businesses? Pretty much every business in well, your every district. business. Uh, the two years I was in office, you know, I started all over again this last summer and uh, hit every business that had a storefront. I know there's a little mom and pop shop. Well, like like your business, mm -hmm. you're you're operating out of your house, so there's no way to hit those. But I must have hit you know probably fifteen hundred to two thousand businesses and left uh, left my flyer. Uh, well, actually, last year I left my. Um, Newsletter because not every it goes to residents but it doesn't mm -hmm. go to businesses. So if they're doing business in the fourth district, I want to talk to you, you know, and leave my flyer and hopefully meet you. And um, so I did that. And then this, this time, I since I was campaigning, I left my flyers uh, at every business too. So, but I've done this like actually the fifth time I did that when I was in 2008. I was Matt Shea's campaign manager. I did that for him. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you can uh, join the Y or whatever and, and be stand on a treadmill, <laughs> or you can. Um, or you can go doorbelling. Mm -hmm. That's important, you know, becoming a precinct committee officer. And it's really nice because we had a big uh, surge of liberty-minded people that wanted to become precinct committee officers, and then the, they actually control the party, who gets elected and who they endorse and, and all that. So that's why it's an important thing. So uh, that'll the big reorganization meeting will be in um, uh, December of this year. And then these will be the precinct committee officers who um, – will uh, choose the delegates to go to the county commissioner, to the county convention, the county convention, they choose the people to go to the state convention, state convention, they choose the people to go to the national convention, and that will be an election year in two years. So the, the people that got elected this year will actually uh, be there for 2024. That's that's awesome because I know a lot of people that did. I was not one of them. My, my precinct did not want me, but oh, yeah. that's okay. I'm still out door knocking. Uh, Bob McCallison and me have probably hit 90% of the houses in the two precincts that I live near. So mm -hmm. I'm still got there. I'm put, I'm probably didn't put the miles on my shoes that you have, but. Well, I, I really enjoy it. I, you know, I used to love jogging and now I've kind of slowed down. It's no fun anymore, but I still like walking out and getting the fresh air and, and uh, meeting people. I mean, you mm -hmm. meet, meet some stinkers once in a while, but you know, overall they're, uh, they're pretty good. You just all of a sudden you get several nice ones, you know, and then you're, you're, mm -hmm. you're not depressed anymore. There you go. So about a minute left. Uh, go to electrobchase.com. That's the website. Can they donate there? Yes. Yeah. We are coming up to the election time here, but elections cost money. If you want to get behind Rob, electrobchase.com. Uh, any last words? Yeah. Uh, also write in Brad Clippert for oh. Secretary of State. Yep. Uh, he's a friend of mine. Unfortunately, he he ran for Congress in the fourth district, but uh, too many people jumped into that mm -hmm. race, and it got so the same uh, the same congressman who voted to uh, impeach Trump uh, will be there. Again. Yeah, <laughs> yep. So yeah, Secretary of State, uh, right in Brad Clippert, good conservative guy, friend of Rob's. Rob, we thank you again for coming on. The voting day is what November eighth eighth this year. Get out and vote for Rob Chase. Rob, thank you for everything you've done for District 4 out here, and I hope and pray that you continue to get to do that. Well, so thank you so much, Matt. Yep. A good friend. Until next time, remember to be sober, be vigilant. God made me anew.